We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Between a a rock and a hard place, not much to work on here for the Pacers. Grimes stuffs it down to put it away. That should be a a delay of game violation on the Knicks. Grimes did. They already have one. That would be a penalty. A sigh of relief at the Garden as McConnell misses. And the Knicks at 25. It was cut to two. Hold on for the victory against Indiana. And Grimes, five big points down the stretch to secure the victory. (laughs) Still thinking about the colonoscopy line. Uh, Hey there, everybody. Um, I was not about to do this one by myself. I had to bring on a special guest to start us off for our Knicks postgame after the Knicks allegedly won a game. (laughs) Did they really? Did they really? I don't know. Um, one nineteen to one thirteen over the Indiana Pacers. This this should be a, a really feel good night, right? Um, you you win a team that you're fighting for fighting for playoff position with. Um, I should introduce my guest, by the way. Hi, hi, Benji Ritholtz. How are you? Hey, John. Uh, I am. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to talk this out with you because I'm struggling. Yeah, I'm struggling. I, I we're we're all struggling as are the Knicks. Apparently. Um, I'm going to get a couple things out of the way and then I want to toss it to you for a little bit of analysis before we get to um, some comments. And oh, 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 will there be comments tonight? Yeah, this should feel great, right? This should feel great. The Knicks tie the Pacers, 6C in the East, the whole thing playing above their heads this year. Um, even tonight, saw a lot, saw some nice things tonight. They were at a 25 point lead. You know, you don't get to a 25 point lead without seeing nice things, but it's not. And it is uh, very, very, very rarely. Will I ever, I, I could count the amount of times I've done this on one hand in, I don't know how many years I've been doing this, four, four or five years, where a loss true or a win truly feels like a loss. See, Freudian slip. This is a win that felt like a loss to me. Um, I'm happy it's not an actual loss because my, quite frankly, I'm getting old and my, my, my innards are not what they used to be and I, I can't, they can't handle it anymore. Um, I want to say a couple of things. One, they deserve to lose this game. Uh, and they deserve to lose this game because one, Tyrese Halliburton left injured in what did he leave in the late third quarter? Felt some, some somewhere. Yeah, but he did not mid play third quarter. I guess he would have. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, mid to late third quarter. Mid to late third quarter. Two, the Pacers had um four, five 
threes that I would define as certainly open enough um, that they should have made those threes uh, as they were attempting a comeback there in the fourth quarter that they did not make. They finished uh, this game shooting 30.8% uh, from three for the game. That is not indicative of how the Knicks played three-point defense. Um, if the Pacers make a few of those, um, this is this is probably a different outcome. That's number two. Uh, number three, uh, I, as everybody watching this uh, well knows by now, am probably the the, the biggest flag waiver for Tom Thibodeau. Um, I have my reasons for that. Some of them, most of them, I'd like to think are valid. Some of them are maybe probably more more me things than than uh, actual real things. Um, any and all criticism after a night like tonight is warranted. Not like oh, it's, you know, fireball offense, this and that. No, I mean, but if you're the, it, there's an issue here now. Um, and there's an issue here with how this team uh, executes uh, in the big, big stretches of these sorts of games. I, I don't think it was the case against the Bucks. I think that was just like shit happens. But there's enough other things this season where you can. And, and this this game, I feel like was a culmination of it where it's big lead. And then and Benji's going to talk more about this. Just forgetting how to play basketball um, in the fourth quarter, like just did the most rudimentary shit. I'm not going to say anything more about that because I want Benji to talk about it, and he's going to do a better job than me. But the real reason I'm going to get on Tibbs, and I'm not, I'm not, actually, I'm not really putting this on the players. Um, who am I going to put it on? Brunson, who's this team would have ten wins without Jalen Brunson this season? No, he didn't have a good fourth quarter. He had a bad fourth quarter. Made some big buckets. As far as running the team, did not think he had his his best performance at all in terms of turnovers and this and that. I'm not putting it on him. Um, Julius Randle? Julius Randle had, I think, the worst game he's had in about a month and a half. Uh, okay. R.J. Barrett did nothing in the second half worth noting. First game back after two weeks. As far as those two players are concerned, you had a player on your bench who was having not a decent game or a pretty good game, was having an outstanding game for you in Quentin Grimes. And you did not put him in the game until very, very late in the game. And sure enough, he hit the biggest shot of the game, the game that is the, the shot that essentially put the game away. You did not put him in for one of two reasons. One, you're just very, very, you know, this is the way you do things. You're going to play your stars and this is how you're going to go down with the ship and the whole thing. That is inflexibility, and that is, and I, I praise Tibbs for some of his inflexibility because I think some of it is good, even when it's bad. That's bad, and it's just bad. There's no good to it. It's just bad, unless unless you feel like you you you're you, the players you're leaving in are so mentally fragile that you cannot take them out. And to that, I would say, all right, you want to give me that for Randall? I'll hear that for Randall. And and I'll hear that. I will not hear it for RJ Barrett. Not in his first game back after two weeks. If there was, just, let's just focus on tonight. If it was ever, if there was ever a game to have a moment where you're like, you know what, you haven't been in there for a while, a little rusty. Let's get the guy in here who's who who literally turned around our team since we put him in the starting lineup and Quinn Grimes, who was having a very good game. Let's get him in there. Take RJ Barrett and put him out. But that's. I, I don't believe R.J. Barrett is a mentally fragile player. That was the wrong move. It was the wrong move. And I'm not 
I'm not putting the fourth all on RJ. I'm not because it was a collective effort. Brunson, Randall, there was some, I'm sure I'm forgetting, you know, some other things. But I, I think that move, we would have avoided this being a freaking heart attack down the stretch to a certain extent. Um, and that and that's indicative of a lot of things that Tibbs does. And it, it brings all the demons out, all the ghosts out, all the Thibodeau ghosts that people love to yell and scream about. That gets me upset because I'm like, eh, you're going too far. You're being unfair. These are the games that make it not unfair. Um, that's all I got. I went on far too long. Uh, Benji, take it away for any any anywhere you want to take it. No, this is a uh, everyone needs to vent after that. Get some. Did I say Sorry, I, I, let me just ask you that. No, no, not at all. I, I think I think you have to look at both both elements. Like, uh, look, this has become a pattern, and it goes back to last year where you can just feel the collapse coming. Yep. Like when they build big leads, they dwindle. And this is, I, I know that's the NBA. I don't know if we have data to kind of support that it happens to the Knicks more than anybody else. Cause three point variance is, is what it is. And there are major swings in basically any basketball game you watch um, on a nightly basis now, but you just know it's coming. And it now feels like the players know it's coming um, tonight. They did. And you can sense it. And the, the decision-making gets, at haywire, like circuits start going short, and and like so, how many inbounds plays they almost turn the ball over, and they didn't pay for all of them because they recovered the ball on a few. Yep. But like they can't inbound the ball when there's a little bit of ball pressure. Like this is middle school stuff. Like it's and and I, I cannot as like maybe it's because I, I I you know I played on some level, I coached on some level. Like to I have trouble like first going to the coach. I don't like. I don't care who's coaching you. I don't care if there's no coach on the bench. There is no excuse for some of the decisions being made out there for guys who have played basketball their whole lives. Like, I'm sorry. And, and I, I start there because I don't, I, I, players play and breaking pressure is like stuff you learn when you're a kid and not like, like hold the ball strong and don't turn the ball over. And like, be smart and don't goaltend when there's a miss like Mitch did in that game. Like, like stuff that you, I, don't I can't foul three point shooter when you have a eight point lead or whatever the hell it was. I don't Nine foul point. three point shooters. And they could have gotten another call when I thought Randall had his hand on buddy's back. Like just the decision-making like on a, on an individual level. And I think IQ is mostly exempt from this. Cause I think he actually was really solid when he got a chance. And I'll oh, get to yeah. that in a second. Um, but that like, that's where I go first. Now that said, like there are things that drive me nuts. And it's spamming the Brunson Randall pick and roll, even when Randall doesn't have it going. When you know the Pacers are going to switch, when you know that there's going to be an isolation at the three point line for Julius that isn't going to get anything good. And you know that that's going to happen. And I said it before it happened, then it happens anyway. Like you have other plays in your playbook. Like other players on your team. We see them through the first three quarters. I see other plays in your playbook. You can go to them like enough. Because I've seen that happen over and over and over again in every game. They run that action. They get the switch. Randall's ISO and get the three-point line. What does that do for anybody? Like, that I'm sick of, number one. Number two, two games in a row. Last, uh, against the Bucks. Drew Holiday's bringing up the – Drew Holiday's guarding Jalen Brunson. He's hounding him full court. Hounding him. Causes a couple turnovers early in the fourth. Now, Brunson still scored on Drew Holiday down the stretch. So it's not like he couldn't handle Holiday, but you have IQ standing there who's a point guard. Like he's been handling the ball his whole life. Let him bring the ball up. Chris Duarte's on him. Like what? Who cares? And let Brunson come off a screen. 
and let Brunson make it a little bit easier for him. Like this is like redundancy and like where like the patterns just continue and that drives you crazy from a coaching perspective. And why my answer to why it is what my suspicion is that Tom is a guy who just feels like, look, wherever I'm going this se- in any season, I'm not talking about this season, any, any season he's ever coached. He's like, I'm getting there on the backs of my stars. So I am going to ride them until the wheels fall off because if, if I ride them and the wheels fall off, well, they weren't very good anyway, and I wasn't winning anyway. But if I ride them and they and I and they ride me through it, that's character building, that's habit building, that's good things building, and it'll pay dividends in the end. That's the only reason I could could think of, which is not every coach doesn't do that, but that's I think that's why he does it. Maybe I'm mistaken. No, I think that that's probably right. Um, but you know that it gets to another element of the tips thing that does frustrate me is. This team's strength is going to be its depth. It's not its stars. Like, I love Jalen Brunson, and I've been really impressed with Julius Randle over the last... Like, they're really good. Yeah. But this isn't like throwing the ball to, to Luka Doncic <laughs> down the stretch. Like, it's no. just not. And you have to understand that as a coach. Like, who, what, like, who do you have? So, like, if you have a guy that can create good offense on his own every time, then, yeah, you throw him the ball every time. If you have Kobe and Shaq, you can run Kobe, Shaq pick and rolls every time down and get something good. But the Knicks don't have that. Like Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle pick and rolls are are good. Like they produce and, and they should be part of the offense, a significant part of the offense. But I don't need to see it every time down the stretch and let IQ get involved. Like, man, he made every time he got a chance, he did the right thing. And like, I know you look at the numbers, like Brunson's shot. (laughs) Brunson had an incredible offensive game output wise, but it just felt like we were putting so much stress on him. And like, you don't have to, you have other guys out there that can help you. And, and I think utilizing that depth, like figuring out a way to work Grimes in there one way or another. um, That, I'm sorry, that, that bothers me. The Grimes thing, and like I think the Grimes thing, and and honestly, the quickly you're 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 talking about like, hey, put the ball in quickly's hands down the stretch. Like, look, Ian Bagley had a report today, not a report. He answered a mailbag question today, in which he he mentioned, you know, he he said like the the Knicks locker room is really, really, really solid, and I I think it is. I don't think you could be what what are they now? They're uh, whatever the record is. 23 and 19. You can't be 23 and 19 and, and have suffered some of the losses that you have suffered without a strong locker room. It's not possible. Like you have to have a strong locker room. You have to have a strong culture. So I, I want I want to start with that, but I, I do want to say, and then maybe after this we'll we'll get to super chats and then you hop off whenever you, you want to hop off. But like I want to get your reaction to this. Like the like We've seen trade reports for quickly, and I, I do think that those are generated from the fact that he's like, hey, I get to sign a contract extension this summer. I know I'm good. And I, I, I think you know I'm good, meaning the Knicks. So give me a chance to be good. And guess what? Over the last 10 games or 12 games, whatever it's been, he's gotten a chance to be good. And guess what? He's been good. <laughs> he's been really good. So if you have the opportunity, a game like this, where TJ McConnell is, is hounding your lead, your lead guard, and Julius just has nothing going, nothing going. Like, great opportunity. Show, show this player who has clearly had these issues, or his team has had these people, you know, these issues. Show him, like, hey, we really do believe in you. 
Um, and they did it a little bit, a little bit, not enough. And then as far as Grimes is concerned, like, I'm sorry, I have to wonder if you're, if you're, and I, you know, his, I don't know if I should say this, but like, apparently his manager tweeted something out tonight, which was along the lines of like, Hey, this is what the hell's going on here. When, when Grimes was not in the game, like this is disrespectful. I agree with him. It is respectful. And that's, you know, I, I, I don't want to make too much of that specifically, but it's just like you've got this player who's done everything that is asked of him, and he's been fantastic. Um, the whole every step of the way this season, he's been as consistent as anyone in Quentin Grimes. Played a great game tonight. You know, it's RJ Barrett's first game. Like, why like that that is that to me is again indicative of like that's low-hanging fruit. Um, those those couple of things are connected, and it's it, it is very frustrating to me. And that is the part the part where I do I will hear any fans who are like, there's something there's something off in the yeah. in the brew. Yeah, and, and here I'll say, look, it, 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 you had the excuse of sitting RJ maybe down the stretch, um, and RJ played 41 minutes at his first game back. I mean, look, it's a finger, so it's not like it's yeah. not like risk of like re injury or anything like that. Um, it's a lot of minutes uh, when you have. Crime is an IQ, and you know I think Deuce is uh, Deuce is it, it's it's tough because there are some times during a game where you don't feel like you can survive with Deuce offensively right now, and so he comes out quick, and now you got to play other guys big minutes. So it is what it is. What I will say about um, the lineup issue now is it's going to be an issue now night to night because you oh now, yeah you now have Brunson has to play if you feel like RJ has to play because he's the guy the Knicks just signed to big money and he's he is who he is. And then you have Grimes and IQ, both worthy closing players. And you, you can't, there's only three spots in that backcourt and that, you know, in those three, those three guard spots are or, well, the one, two and three. And that's going to be a night to night decision. I, and, and look, the, I love, I think Grimes like is part of the, the solution of any closing lineup just because of what he brings. IQ deserves to play though also. And I, I, that's the guy that's going to not play down the stretch. Cause I don't think this team's going to sit RJ down the stretch. And there are nights that they shouldn't, for sure, but there are probably nights that they should because they're, you know, depending on the matchup and how RG looks and it's playing. Um, but it's like, that's going to be, look, that's that's now a dilemma because of, you know, it's a good dilemma to have when all there and there are a bunch of guys that deserve to close a game, but it's it's a dilemma. It's it's a dilemma and it doesn't have to be a dilemma if if you don't have, you know, sacred cows and last season... This was a Randall issue, right? Randall was the sacred cow, and it, you know, depending on your viewpoint, you know, maybe torpedoed the season. I don't want this to become an issue again. Um, and no one, and it's funny because you could hear, I could hear it, Tibbs' voice. No one's bigger than the team, right? That's that's Tibbs. I'm sure he, he said that. No one's bigger than the team. If if that's true, if it's true, and no one, and truly, no one is bigger than the team, then you can't have this. Uh, you can't have this um, and you got And someone good is going to have to ride the bench and it, it shouldn't just default to like, Oh, this is a guy he's the second year of his contract. So we're going to, he's going to ride the bench. Cause that's kind of what it felt like tonight. Certainly didn't I, feel like it was based on basketball. I agree. I agree. Uh, but it, I do think any team deals with that though. Like an RJ uh, yeah, kind of sure. figure. Uh, I want to be a little bit fair about it. And I, I think it's a lit. I don't think tonight it should have been an issue because, like you said, it's RJ's first game back. Nobody would ask. That's why I said just tonight. Yeah. Let's just talk Tonight's about tonight. Not an I'm issue. Even... Like Grimes needs to be in that game. Yeah. And the way, and the way Grimes played, uh, he's got to be in that game. And I think IQ needed to be in that game. Um, but 
I think going forward, it is something to kind of pay close attention to. And it's going to be it's going to be an issue. Yeah, it is. Yeah. OK. Um, hi, Andrew. Hi, guys. How's your nights? Fun win, huh? We won. We won. It's it amazing. <laughs> but it was a win against the team that we needed to beat. It happens to be without their arguably two best players in the game by the end. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, but let's look it's at the positive. Win. You guys handled the the very obvious and very necessary to discuss yeah. negative, and it, it's it's a thing that's going to be a to watch going forward. Absolutely, let's take a second yeah. as we now transition into moment of the game as Oof. Benji destroys his studio. Sorry. Um, to talk about some positives from this game, you Great. mentioned how well Quentin Grimes played. I think the Emmanuel quickly thing is actually a bit of a revelation of what the last two weeks have been And now that you've seen him take advantage of an opportunity like this, they don't win this game without Emmanuel quickly stepping up down the stretch and being that That's second ball handler. And it's massive. why the first moment I have tonight so it might be the runaway number one moment of the game. Uh, Knicks are up one twelve to one Oh nine. Um, they double Brunson, and so the ball goes to Emmanuel quickly. The Knicks finally decide to run something for other than for Julius or Brunson, and quickly drives. He kicks out to Quentin Grimes, who was just checking the game for Mitchell Robinson, and Grimes hits a three. Knicks Ice go water. up one fifteen to one oh nine, and that ends up being the distance they needed to close out the game. That's the first moment I have. Um, Kyrie, can I do the the next moment? Yes. Um, Brunson did not have a great fourth quarter by his standards. And his, by the way, his, his standards are all-star standards, to be clear. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about here. By his all-star standards, did not have a great fourth quarter. Um, his consecutive baskets, can we combine two moments into one or do we have to pick one? So you, the, okay, go ahead. The two, the two pointer to get him to 107 and then the three pointer to get him to 110. It was consecutive buckets. He had another bucket there in the fourth. I would pick between one of those two. So they actually sandwich what I had as the other potential moment. I know there we don't go. want to talk about Julius. He had no. an off terrible game tonight uh, as far as offensively. Also had a lot of turnovers, which you don't love. And yet had a gigantic block of Matherin, which led to, I know Benji's saying it's a foul. No, <laughs> no, not the foul. He got, he, he had to block him because he got beat back doors. Well, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can't really reward him playing the game. But the listen, we need to give the voters an easy one to bypass. <laughs> okay. you know? It's like, it's like, on a, on it was a good block. Hey, hey, you got to fix your mistakes. He did block it. So it turned what could potentially be a two point game. Cause I would have made it one Oh seven, one Oh five. Instead, it led to, an opportunity the other end in which Brunson hits a three to make it 110-103. So those are the three moments that we're going with. In a Knicks victory that vaulted them up to sixth in the Eastern and Conference. I, uh, let's I'll be finished with this and then we'll move on to the Super Jets. I'm happy. Like, I'm going to go to sleep if I can sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep with a smile on my face. I'm going to be happy. I, I will be actually happy writing the newsletter for tomorrow. Be, and, and like, no, this isn't I, I'm sure there's going to be these takes, but like this isn't a this person needs to be fired or this person is terrible. That's not what this is. All this should be to me, at least to me, me. It's a wake up call that whatever is has been going on. It's like we need to start. We need to start more closely examining some of these issues and, we, and the issues that we talked about. We don't need to rehash them. That's all it is. I agree. You know, that's all. And teams a little bit. Listen. Teams, every team has these. 
not maybe not the ones we have, but like every team has issues and every team has things they need to examine. That's all I want to say. All righty. Benji, thank you. Any last words before we let you go off for the rest of your night? Yeah, look, I I I hope I wasn't can come on too negative. About no, the, you didn't at all. I I, I do think not. you know that, that second half is hell. Tries to value process over results generally. Uh, I'm not someone who just like sees a W on the board and therefore is like giddy giddy yay. I mean, it's a long season and like the process says more about what this team will do going forward than the result does. Um, and it's we're only halfway through the season, so I do think like on a daily show like this after a game, it's like it's incumbent upon everybody to kind of. <laughs> hash out the issues because the process wasn't good the second half of this game at all. It was horrendous. Um, but yeah, of course, hey, you closed it out. Made a couple big plays to win the game. And in the end of the day, that's what you needed tonight. And now I think you do need to address those issues going forward if you want to continue getting those wins against better competition, which you're going to yep. need to do. Yep. Um, that's all. Thanks, everybody, yep. for having me. It was fun. Thank you, Benji. Have a good night. Thank sir. you, sir. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 
15 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or Southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash Filmschool21 and use code Filmschool21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Filmschool21 and use code Filmschool21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Shall we? Let's do it. (laughs) I can't wait. All right. Don't hold back, please. Oh, man. Mythic Monty. What's going on, Mythic Monty? Starting us off. Grimes time. I have no idea why he wasn't playing early in the fourth unless he was hurt. He was (laughs) narrator. He was not hurt. This team isn't good for my heart. No, they're not. They're not good, and um, they need to really figure it out. They need to figure it out because it's it's again. I I I felt like the uh, to be very clear because um, I don't like to go back on things that I say unless I really do change my opinion about something. My opinion after the Bucks game was like, say what you want about this team's issues holding leads or fourth quarter issues, and they had some big breakdowns. That's fine. I didn't think that was the case after the Bucks game. I thought the Bucks came in, beat them. There were some things to clean up, but it wasn't like there was a lot of there was a lot of sirens going off after the Bucks game. I didn't see it that way. This is feels to me materially different. So, and it felt like it got in for the first time. I feel like I could say it felt like it got in their heads. For me, tonight was a was a turning point. I hope it's a wake up call and they figure it out. Thanks, Mythic Monty. Appreciate that. Forgotten NYC. Just ate a beef patty from a pizza shop and it barely had any beef in it. All crust. <laughs> That's a great comment. Hashtag disappointed. Hashtag Claudio curse. I blame everything. What did I do? Well, you 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 <laughs> put things into the ether that are just bad. Like what? What did I do tonight? I purposely, for those watching on playback, no. I purposely didn't tweet the entire game. What I do? I, I, I listen. I, I, I'm not here to answer questions about the past. I'm here to move forward. It's, it's okay, Mark McGuire. I, I fair enough. Good. <laughs> thank you, forgotten A. E. Kennedy. Thank you for the generous contribution. Jesus Christmas. This is becoming a thing. Well said. It's it's a thing. <laughs> not good. If we're down by 20, I have no faith we'll come back. Or if we're up 20, I have no faith we'll hold the lead. Thank the good Lord for Jalen Brunson. Here's the good news. Also, he's going to give the here. I'm going to look for opportunities to 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 shed some positivity. They're not a team that gets down by twenty a whole lot anymore, right? Um, and that's because they're good. They're really sound. Like say what you want about the Knicks, they're very sound on both ends when they remember like basic basketball shit. Um, 
like uh, Andrew, maybe uh, pop on and, and let me know if I'm forgetting something. Have they gotten down big in a game since the since the Dallas came back on them? I mean, the Spurs. First San Anto- that's it. First San Antonio game. Yeah, when they were again, they were missing RJ and and um, they were missing Jalen Brunson. So I I'm, I'm like I don't even really count that. So they don't do that anymore. But the thing, and if we want to bring it back to this is not X's and O's. This is team construction. But like, and Fred mentioned it kind of at the end of his article today. And shout out to Fred Katz for putting it, talk about prescient, putting out that article today for the athletic. Um, the Knicks are not a team that is going to go on stretches where they're just blazing from deep. That is not how they are built. I would actually argue that as far as like teams that are capable of going on stretches where they're just boom, 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 the threes are falling, they are probably in the bottom, certainly in the bottom third of the league and I would argue probably bottom quarter of the league as far as that very specific ability doesn't mean they can't be a good team but when you don't have that ability it does put a certain amount of pressure on you when another team is doing that to you and coming back um, there's other issues there and also one, one last thing how often do the Knicks get up by these you know like 15 17 maybe 20 and they don't have that final extra gear to really put the game away. 25 should be enough, granted. We're mm-hmm. right. But like, you know, this is a league where you see teams go up by 30 and 35 points occasionally. They don't have that extra gear because they just don't, they're, that's not how they're built. They're built out, they're a workmanlike team. Now, again, they're very good at that. But it's very real. It's very real. Okay. Neil. Yeah, I mean, I hope I got that right. Quentin Grimes for most improved player. I'm here for that take. I'm here for that. He's, he's not going to, I don't think he could actually win it, but I like it. And he's a guy that's improved his game. His off the dribble game has improved as much as you could improve any one segment of a player's game from one year to the next. He's gotten incredible off the dribble and his defense has gotten better. It was good last year. Thanks, Neil. Jesse D. That Julius block into a Jalen three was as big a sequence as we've had all year. Needed this one, however, we got it. I again for all of the doom and gloom, they did need this one because again, if you're, I think I've used this term before. If you accept the premise of the season, right? If you accept the premise, which is like we're going for it, whether we should be going for it, we shouldn't be going for it, we're going for it. If you accept that as the premise, boy, you, you, you can't you, you can't blow this game. I mean, and I wouldn't. It would have been. I feel like to blow this game much more honestly than the Bulls games or the Mavs game because again, the Mavs game you played so well, and arguably the best player in the league came through with you know just just magic at the end, and like the Bulls game was like there's free throws right. This game would have been core rattling to lose. And I, it may, you know, I, I hope it's not still core rattling, even though they won. Um, but it, I it would have been, I, I would imagine it would have been core rattling if they lost. So, yeah. Uh, Matt, what's going on, Matt? Official petition to re- rename clutch time the Brunson time. Man has ice in his veins. Grime shot too was fantastic. Yeah, I, I, maybe I was a little harsh on Brunson to start, but like, again, only one turnover for the game. Again, 
I, there were, and, and do you want to talk? Okay. This is being spoiled. This is being spoiled. He's so good. And he never makes any mistakes that when he goes through a fourth quarter and I don't know where they're, were there three moments? There were maybe three moments. I'd have to go back and watch the fourth quarter, but it felt like there were three moments. It was like, ah, Brian, or uh, Brunson, that's not, that's not great. That's, that unnerves you to the point where you're like, no, that wasn't a great Brunson fourth quarter. <laughs> and it's like, you know, look, look, we're comparing, talk about an unfair standard already. Uh, it is an unfair standard. He, he, he was bad job by me. He, he was, Good job by Brunson. Bad job by me. Good job by Jalen Brunson. Uh, Dan Hidalgo, what's going on, Dan? Just when you thought the capricious play had become passe, all-time Clydeism. I love it. Big shot from Grimes, man. Big pass from Quickly. Big shot from Grimes. Dylan Chop Charles. Yo, J-Mac, on tonight's forgotten play. At 355 in the fourth, man, we're going back. Mitch blocks Matherin when the momentum seemed to be going in Indy's favor. Big stop. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I And like, I'm happy Mitch was on the floor. I, I guess there could have been some thought to like, you know, get, get, I mean, Mitch wasn't on the floor in the end of the game. And I, there were reasons for that that I think were valid, but like, I'm happy Mitch was on the floor in the fourth. I thought that was a big play. I thought he could play better in the fourth quarter. He had his hands on a couple of basketballs that um, I he didn't end up getting the offensive rebound on, which like you'd like to see that missed two free throws. Uh, and before he missed the two free throws, before he got fouled, he was right under the basket. Nobody was around him, brought the ball down with a dribble before he went back up. Just go straight up. Just go straight up to, to talk about Clyde. Um, why are you making yourself smaller? Just go straight up. Don't make yourself smaller. No reason to do it. Thanks, Dylan. Appreciate it. I love the running gimmick, by the way. Joe Dugan, what's going on, Joe? Huge win. The Randall block to RJ assist to Brunson three late was my favorite sequence of the year. Man, to have a favorite sequence of the year from this game, you, you, you're you a better man than me, truly. Um, I know you're not an RJ guy, but I am. A, in my opinion, we have a real big three. I, I, man, I needed this positivity because I was not obviously feeling great. Um, Yes. Good RJ assist. It does not change my opinion about the fact that I do not think RJ Barrett should have been in that game in the second half. Um, and that's not on him. That's not on him. And it doesn't mean that RJ Barrett isn't going to be great. It doesn't mean that RJ Barrett might not be the best player on this team in a year or two. Might be. All those things might be true. This game, first game back, didn't didn't love how he overall was in the in the in the stretch. That's what I will say. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate that. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky haven't complained about Tibbs, uh, but leaving Grimes out for RJ or Randall till late was awful. I saw Grimes trailing Tibbs to the locker. I hope he gave him an earful. It, it, it this <laughs> can't do it. Can't leave that player out of this game, you know. Um, and it, it, it like. It's not like Tom Thibodeau doesn't know the value of defense. We saw a game trying to remember which game it was. It was since Deuce got into the rotation, that's for sure. And it was during the it was during the the win streak where I apologize. I don't remember which game it was, but they were like up and whoever they were playing was making like a little bit of a push. And then it was like early in the fourth quarter brought Deuce in the game. 
And it was like, oh, we're putting the clamps down. Okay. Because you knew that with Deuce and I th- he was out there with Grimes and quickly, it's like, all right, we have a nice lead here. Let's just win this game with defense for the remainder of the time. And they did. Now, tonight, um, I'm not with how quickly the Pacers turned it around early enough in the fourth quarter. I'm not sure you could have done that because there was still a lot of time remaining. I mean, this game to start the fourth was 95-81 in a 14-point lead. They had already started to make their push. But getting back to Grimes, it's like he's not Deuce on offense. And, you know, Deuce isn't, I'm not trying to disparage Deuce, but like Grimes has become a really good ancillary offensive player. So it's not like putting him in, you're losing something there. He's a better shooter than RJ, that's for sure. He's better, obviously, it goes without saying, he's a better defender than RJ, makes quicker decisions than RJ um, in, in those spots. Yeah. And it's it, that's why it goes back to what I said before. There, there is something, whether it's a RJ Randall thing or whether it's a more of a tips thing, you can't be this beholden to guys who are not, you know, Kevin Durant, Nikola Jokic, Jason Tatum, Steph Curry, like those level of players. We don't have those guys. Use your flexibility. Play the right guys down the stretch. Thanks, Kevin. Dom the dentist. Here we go. This is more of the energy that I brought to the table. I am pissed. Why is RJ playing 40 minutes plus his first game back? Clearly gas, no legs on his threes, getting cooked possession after possession. I'm screaming for Grimes. Awful tips performance. I'm not going to disagree. Um, was it that he was tired down the stretch? Maybe. Um, I I mean, well, I don't I haven't even looked at RJ's final box score. RJ for the game. 27 points, 9 of 23, 4 of 12 from deep. Um, But he certainly missed a bunch of threes down the stretch. That said, look, guy had 27 points. You know, give credit where credit's due, 9 to 23, but 27 points, okay. It's a RJ stat line we've seen before. Um, No, I'm not going to disagree. No disagreement here. Uh, Dom Cappuccini, what's going on, Dom? Always a pleasure to hear from you. I was so proud of them the other night after the loss, and I have no idea how to feel after this weird win. I'm so confused. LOL. This is what this team does to us. They make us. They make us drink. And uh, shout out to my my friends at, at um, One Bev uh, doing a doing a nice rusty cigar premium red blend tonight. Get me through this one. I have a feeling this might be a. What are we up to now? Definitely more than a third of the way through this bottle that I opened about an hour and a half ago. This is going to be more than a half a bottle night. I'll tell you that much. Thank you, Dom. Hannibal Miles, what's going on, Hannibal? Had no issues with the rotation tonight except Hardenstein. We lost the big lead, but it looked like they practiced breaking the full court pressure. Um, yeah, I mean, they, I think they could have done better, as Benji said, giving the ball quickly instead of having Bronson bring it up every time. Uh, it was more some of the passing decisions that they just got lucky with um, again, not to pile on RJ, but like RJ embedded the ball to like Mitch when he would like had someone right there and it led to a, a turnover. Like you just, just can't do that shit. Um, as far as Hardenstein, uh, it's funny after the other night, I thought Hardenstein got a little bit too much hate tonight. He played nine minutes. <laughs> He registered one block and two rebounds in those nine minutes. Did not attempt a shot. Did not score. 
you, it's tough to complain about your backup center playing nine minutes. The complaint, obviously, is that you he is the backup center and not Sims. I, I I'm not sure what Harden. I, I think they're, they're we're we're at the point where because that factored in. That factored in. Hardenstein. He, he just, it's 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 to the point. I think Benji said this on the playback. It's deflating right now when he's in the game, and you know that's not good. That's not good. Thanks, Hannibal. Appreciate it. Sam Garcia's dad. L.A. can have LeBron. I prefer LeBron. A lot of Brunson praise tonight. I got to tell you, I was. Um, I'm a little I I'm I agree he should get praise. I agree I came on a little bit too hard early on. I mean the, again, the dude had 34 points on 20 shots. Spoiled. Hashtag spoiled. That's what I should get. Um, but yeah. Chris Carter, I don't want to hear about that cat's piece. The Hawks and Mavs are much worse than the Knicks by defensive rating. Um, they should not be this bad at holding leads. Everyone is culpable. Um the Hawks and Mavs are much worse than the Knicks by defensive rating. I yeah, I don't I I think I know where you're going with that. I the Cats piece was great. Because it just shows this is the league we play in. And if you paid attention to that piece, the Knicks are t- the Knicks are tied for the most blown double digit leads in the league, but then like right behind them is a whole bunch of teams that have like one fewer blown big uh, double digit lead. Like it happens. It just, it happens. It's to a certain extent, it's unavoidable from a defensive standpoint. It's not unavoidable from an offensive standpoint. All of that being said, again, I want to be very clear after tonight, after tonight, can you look at this and say, man, this is really bad? Yes. And you could look at the Toronto game that they nearly blew. I thought some of these signs burbled up in the Toronto game and certainly tonight. Um, And it's funny because like even with the Mavs game and the Bulls game, I really thought they had corrected a lot of this shit from the early going. Like, I don't really care about the Hawks game seven games into the season because it was seven games into the season. It was two months ago. You know, and I, I, I think they had done a nice job correcting a lot of it. And that's why I even like I thought Fred, if anything, and I'll ask him about this when, next time he's on, could have gone stronger and be like, when when were the blown leads? Um, Because the Hawks, again, some of them were early on. Blazers game, another one. They were up big in the Blazers game. They came back. But again, that was before they went to the current rotation. I think since they've gone to this current rotation, I thought they had been okay. Now it's back. Now it's back. So to your point, everyone's culpable. Fine. Are they bad at this? Yes. Thank you, Chris. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.